Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, week one is in the books. Welcome in. It is I Want Your Flex. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Don't know if you could tell Mike a little more pep in my step as we, uh, we, we look back at week one, especially the craziness that happened in Seattle on Monday night. We're going to dive into that. We're going to get to your waiver wire picks and so much more. Plus a couple of big injuries in week one. But, but yeah, the craziness. The Geno Smith era in Seattle is underway. Seahawks topped the Broncos 17-16 to with the ending of that game. 
likely the conversation everywhere in sports talk radio for uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then also, I think anytime uh, Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos now get into a late game situation, absolute craziness where they choose to kick a 64-yard field goal. It was time management malpractice. Uh, you should call Jacob and Ronnie or maybe uh, you know one of those other uh, impersonal- sweet James. Yes, sweet James. Who's the other one? Who are the who are the, who's like the father and son? Uh, Ryan Bershinger. Do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe Larry you can H. Help Parker. It. There's okay. There's Larry H. Parker as well. There are a lot of <laughs> lot of personal injury lawyers that we could call in um, to maybe help uh, Bronco fans win this case. Morgan and Morgan. That's the one that I'm thinking of because they're just bigger now. They got. They have Chandler Parsons doing commercials. How about for him. that? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Nathaniel Hackett chooses to uh, kick a 64-yard field goal, not use any of his timeouts um, in a smart way, <laughs> and the Seahawks beat the Broncos 17-16. Yeah, that game, uh, Jason Smith and I being on air at Fox Sports Radio, you want to talk about having a good old time. Uh, I went so bold as to predict a Seahawks win. Never did I think I'd see it in this fashion, Dan. Uh, near perfection from Geno Smith and a half of football. And folks that want to be detractors and say, well, he didn't push the ball down the field. 17 of 18 is 17 of 18. However, they're running it. He had more touchdowns and interceptions for a good chunk of the game. Or than incompletions, I should say, for a good chunk of the game. So a good game plan. Great defense, particularly at the goal line. And then that ending sequence, no timeouts. And then instead of putting the ball in the hands of the man you gave, what was it, 250? Something like that. Uh, Russell Wilson, you say, all right, super toe. Let's mm-hmm. get out there, slam you on the head, and see if we can go 64. This is this is what I love about this whole scenario. And I think that it's, it's so apropos in this scenario because Nathaniel Hackett was one of those home run hires right. that we had, right? Uh, not a boy genius because he's 42 years old, but – uh, offensive wizard, let's say, he's worked with with Aaron Rodgers. He's uh, comes from coaching pedigree. It's all there. Now you bring in Russell Wilson, and we see this, Mike, with with really a lot of guys who come in as hot coordinators, uh, whether it be offense and defensive. You may love their schemes. You may love how they develop players. You may love what they do offensively. You may love what they do defensively. But it's moments like this. When the game is on the line and you have to manage the game, that can really have you appreciate the ones that do it. Like, I, I wanted to send out a Bill Belichick appreciation tweet, but I figured that anytime you do that, people are going to argue and say, oh, there's nothing without Tom Brady. So I decided not to. But, like, there's no way Bill Belichick messes that situation up. Like, there isn't. And these guys come into the league, and they take over head coaching jobs, and we have absolutely no idea if they can handle late-game situations. And this is a perfect example of a coach who had everything, everything on the resume, but now when the rubber hits the road and the game is on the line, completely botched it, and now we've forgotten about everything that we've bragged about Nathaniel Hackett for the last eight months. Well, they they actually had a – news article that was published today talking about how his fearlessness was the thing that was going to get him over. Tell me in all of the plays you've designed, you don't have one you feel real confident about that you can get five yards on? Sure. With Russell Wilson, with all those wide receivers, and with that running back tandem, including uh, Williams, who had 11 catches for 65 yards. 
forgive me, but that uh, that gets you out to just about you know six a yeah. six a catch, right? Uh, so it's 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 that that it, letting the clock run from one ten, one eleven to twenty seconds, and then still deciding a sixty four yard field goal was the way to go. So he immediately after one game gets bunched in with McCarthy, the former Minnesota coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, and a host of others who have no idea what they're doing in the final minutes of games. It's, you know, Peyton Man- the image of Peyton Manning in the video calling timeout on the Manning yes. cast. And I did not watch the Manning cast because I was watching the, the game broadcast with Buck and Aikman. With the Seahawks, I like to focus on, as a Seahawks sure. fan, I like to focus on the game more than, than what, uh, you know, what the Manning brothers are saying. So I'll have to check it out uh, next week for Monday Night Football. But... The, the 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 crazy thing about this, Mike, is there are about four or five different things that, that could have been done. Running up, calling a play at the line, you know, just on fourth and five and doing it, um, calling the timeout uh, earlier and figuring. I, I, I mean, you could have punted. <laughs> like, you really could have just quick ran the punt unit on the field, punted with 40 seconds, tried to pit him deep. Like, like that is almost a better option than whatever the hell that they tried to do. And there may be people, and I'm kidding about the punt thing, but I'm, it's not that far off if you actually think about it. Brandon McManus in a 64-yard field goal, there's going to be a guy, Mike, that's going to say to you, yeah, but what about if he made it? Because he, he was long enough. It was almost, you know, it was almost there. It's not a 50-50 proposition. It's not, not a heads close. or tails. No, absolutely not. So when anybody says that to you at the office, well, you know what? If he makes it, he looks like a genius. No, like, like it's not It's not a if he makes it. It's not the matter at all. And it's just it, it, it's crazy. It's one of those unifying like situations where everybody is like on the same page with it for how crazy it was. But for some reason, the head coach of the Broncos and the coaching staff were not on that same page. Yeah, just everybody looking around going, how? how? Especially with Russell Wilson in the building at his former home. He got booed lustily by the crowd all night long. Here is your opportunity to put the ball in his hands. Go make a play, Russ. And if you'd called timeout properly, you still would have had plenty of time because even during his post-game comments, Hackett eventually walked himself into the, boy, I really wish we were closer. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Like, while defending it, talked his way back into, well, if we were closer, it's like, you, you know, you had all your timeouts, and there was a minute on the clock. You needed to make a five-yard play. Yeah. That's it. They, this- it comes down to that, and you didn't. Whatever you want to say, I'll take it from the hot take sports talk. You didn't trust Russ to get five yards. They they were on the field for 20 minutes of that second half. So the Seahawks defense was gassed anyway. Well, they t- And they took away all the penalties that they had committed in the first half. Like sure. a, they kept drives alive with some really terrible penalties in the first half, did the Denver Broncos. Denver had a drive of 7 minutes and 27 seconds, 2 minutes and 22 seconds, 6 minutes and 37 seconds, and then that last drive, 3 minutes and 47 seconds. So they they held the ball uh, for a lot. The Seahawks had drives of 2 minutes, 5 minutes, and 2 minutes, and then the kneel down in the second half. That was uh, was it. So 
five yards on a gas defense that didn't have Jamal Adams. Daryl Taylor went out at that one point late that drive as well, so mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been on the field. Um, yeah, that just a bad, bad decision. All right, let's move past the game decision. Spent a little time on that, but let's just take a quick look at fantasy perspective from this Broncos back uh, from the situation. And I do want to focus on the backfield. You mentioned Javante Williams being uh, active in the uh, receiving game and uh, with his uh, 12 targets leading the team. Melvin Gordon had 12 carries. Does Javante Williams deserve this job full time? Does I know like a lot of fantasy owners are saying, yeah, he does. But do you see a change at any point with what's happening in Denver? Or are we still going to get this fifty-fifty split? I think at least for now it's a fifty-fifty split because. Gordon still averaged nearly five yards carry. See, there's that magic number of five uh, once again. But yep. it, it's the idea that Javante Williams, young guy, and obviously he's going to be a huge part of what they do uh, in the receiving game. And, and credit to the Seattle secondary, you know, but for uh, a little bit of getting lost against Jerry Judy, they had a really nice night uh, in the secondary. But you know, Williams is going to be a big factor what they do, right? The little dump-off passes, I think, are going to stay. And you're also looking at, at least to my thinking, Dan, we've talked about it in some other situations, you don't want to rush him and, and have him at 25 to 30 touches a game early because he may not be there when you need him in December that way. Yeah. Right? And when you've got a guy like Melvin Gordon that you brought back, you're you're banking on him to be more sure-handed in short yardage and goal line situations. So I wasn't shocked when he fumbled the first time uh, that Williams got a crack and, well, then he had it stripped too. Uh, but the idea... They're going, even. They're, they're even, even there. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, they're both in the doghouse for that. Uh, and so I, I think when it comes down to it, we got to split for a while. Even though people who drafted Williams really early would love that to go away. Just take your 12 targets, 11 catches, and be quiet. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this on the Seahawks side of things, that uh, if, for anybody that maybe took a late flyer on Tyler Lockett, hoping he'd, ha- he'd have one of those you know, 160-yard games and three touchdowns like he would prone to have in seasons past, I think today shows you what Seattle wants to do. I mean, how they used a variety of their tight ends. Uh, Will Disley on the the busted coverage. uh, Parkinson catches the other touchdown pass. You have Noah Fant. Uh, When DK Metcalf doesn't have Patrick Sertan guarding him, uh, there are going to be opportunities for him. But he's really the only value. And Rashad Penny was close to breaking one. Mm-hmm. I think that there's value there. But really in Seattle, when you see how this game played out, this is exactly what Pete Carroll wants to do. So I think that Penny and Metcalf, uh, th- there were no pleasant surprises for uh, the Seahawks when it comes to fantasy-wise because this is how Pete Carroll wants to play. No, I think that's it. You got two and then Lockett will occasionally slide in as your third wide receiver. Bye weeks, injuries, what have you. Uh, maybe there's a matchup play where something can be exploited. But, yeah, for now, this this is going to be it. Short, intermediate, uh, long, protracted drives and try to go grind the clock. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. That put a bow on week one of the NFL season, the Seahawks beating the Broncos. We put a bow on looking back at uh, week one, at least for performance-wise, looking back on some of the stuff that Mike talked about in our last episode. Again, new episodes launching every Tuesday and Friday throughout the season. I nailed my points of Palooza pick. I had uh, Eagles-Lions, which ended up uh, a lot of of points, 73 in that one overall. And then you had uh, A.J. Brown having a great game. I know he was in your top five, and as was Jalen Hurts. You had uh, you had DeAndre Swift with the Lions. A lot of good play from that one. James Conner was my give you one reason to start a guy. Finished top 16, both in uh, half-point PPR and standard leagues. So I will take that. Uh, eliminated from the guillotine league, though, in no, week no. one. Yeah, could have. Yeah, you couldn't have drafted a worse uh, group of wide receivers than what I ended up uh, drafting when I had Darnell Mooney, um, uh, Mike Williams, and uh, gosh, he was oh Alec Pierce. I had to play Alec Pierce, who uh, yeah got goose egg. So uh, the, the chopped in week one. Uh, welcome, welcome to that. But I had Dak as my quarterback, which that didn't help anything no, either. Sure. So it was just bad all the way around. Yeah, I was able to uh, escape with my neck barely in my guillotine league. I mean, we're talking a matter of Melvin Gordon not fumbling. 
That's how close. <laughs> Fumbling at the goal line. Hey, that's it. That means you're ready for next week. You know, like you're going to start low, then you'll just bounce back with good performances next week. Well, it actually happened the same way last year. I had one or two close calls, uh, made a lot of early season acquisitions, and was able to keep playing to the final weeks. But I've got Aaron Rodgers. Hey, you know, if Watson catches that ball, who knows what that game actually looks like, Dan. Um, But ifs and buts and blah, blah, blah. Um, The auto pick, because they had some draft server issues. I got both the Miami wide receivers, so that worked out well for me. Austin Eckler, who should be in a shootout on Thursday night. Uh, And then... I also had uh, Amon Ra St. Brown. Why? Because I just wanted to be able to say on my roster, I had Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, Cole Komet, in the, he, he made a nice slide after the game in the rain, but I didn't get any fantasy points for that. Uh, in terms of things that, that worked out well for me, uh, the chalk of Justin Jefferson at the top of the board, thank you. Uh, Green Bay for not covering him and evidently the defensive leaders for not listening to Jair Alexander who said, I got this. I got this! Scream it louder next time, Jair. Just push somebody out of the way uh, and take over. Um, Some late love for Jameis Winston. We'll get into him as we get into waiver wire fun. Juju Smith-Schuster had a pretty good game. Christian Kirk came in through uh, for us nicely in the hot plays. Off the ninja list, the Carson Wentz-Jahan Dotson duo. That wasn't the one I was banking on, Dan. Uh, But that came through all right. Cold sores. Well, they didn't bother to give Zeke the ball enough. Otherwise, that would have been great uh, for him anyway. Uh, we put DK up just as a I, I don't know what I'm going to get. Seven for 36. It's WR3 plus worthy. Uh, Burrow was a guy that we kind of mentioned a little bit, but thought that in the end the positivity would get there. Well, you can't overcome five turnovers. No. Uh, and then plenty of guys that just made me look stupid uh, in the midst of all of the goodness. So. Uh, Happens in week one. Yeah, they they can all beat it, Uh, particularly when it gets to uh, what C.D. Lamb was, even with uh, Dak Prescott in there and what he became overall. But all in all, just a very weird week in the National Football League, which wasn't surprising. Full moon and that weird Saturday was only a fitting that Sunday gave us crazy game after crazy game. It was. I got into a couple of survivor pools this year, and I am in one of the leagues. There were, gosh, over a thousand entries, and uh, six hundred and two are gone. No kidding. Colts, Broncos, Niners, Titans, and Bengals were five of the six top picks. Wow. Uh, that yeah, Ravens was the top, but then you had those five teams all eliminated in one and very similar numbers in the other one. So survivor pool week one. Yeah. I think a lot of people uh, taking, taking a lot of hits. I do want to get into the Dak Prescott injury because I think it's the biggest story fantasy wise when it comes to week one. And you mentioned CD lamb. I, first of all, your body language in week one, and this is, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers not being happy with his receiver when he's, when he's already given you like, Carolina Panther throw the tablet days, you know, the meme that you see so much of his disappointment. He's on the bench doing that in the first half of a game. You know it's not going to be good. CeeDee Lamb, uh, when targeted 11 times, had two catches – when he's not getting the football, and I, I this, I, I hate this. Like I, I just, I can't stand it. Guys, check out, or they walk off the sidelines like it's not their fault. It's the quarterback's fault. Like it was such a waste uh, for anybody in Dallas. And now you have Cooper Rush in there. 
why am I supposed to think that CeeDee Lamb is going to be able to be the guy for Dallas if he can't if he's not happy when Dak Prescott's thrown him the ball eleven times and is mad when it's off the mark, what the heck is Cooper Rush supposed to think? Like I I, I mean, if you've got anybody on Dallas, um maybe Dalton Schultz still has value or Tony Pollard, but Mike, this Dak Prescott injury is just is a crushing one for anybody that has, has Dak or anybody that has Dallas Cowboy players. No, especially for what you would have invested in C.D. Lamb, right? The expectation coming off a year where the aggregate was stellar. We talked about that a lot during draft season. Uh, the aggregate was there, and now it was, well, Amari Cooper's not there, so in theory he'll have a sizable target lift week to week that'll work out. And you got the targets this week, but to your point, you got the aloof kind of nature to it. You already have Stephen Jones, among others, saying, well, he's got to be a number one. He's got to get to the ball. And it's funny because you juxtapose that kind of thing to where we, we welcome back Michael Thomas in a big way. And one of the things we were talking about, certainly Sunday pregame, and I know you would have been talking about on Fox Sports Radio in the afternoon, was – it's it's a luxury to have a guy that is basically this area is mine. When you have a receiver that just says, get it my way, I'm going to find it. And mm-hmm. we've got a bunch of those guys in the league, and we celebrate them every chance we can. And then we look at guys that have that ability or seem to have that ability, and they don't. And right now, C.D. Lamb's a guy that is not looking as the, all right, I'm going to extend to become that guy, right? The box out, the create space to go through people to make a big catch. And for Cowboys fans, that's, while not as frustrating, because we saw knuckleheads throwing garbage at Dak Prescott, uh, while it's not as bad as Dak Prescott and an injury and a, a really bad first half, which had some curious play calling. Dan, I know you got a bad offensive line, but now we're running the option. Yeah. And doing all, well, like, you're getting all that kind of craziness in that early. I'm scratching my head. But having C.D. Lamb need to be questioned in terms of his effort, energy, and rising to the tag of WR1, man, you, you already have the dumpster is on fire. Now it's just a question of who else is going to throw gasoline on it. Yeah, Cowboy fans, uh, shame on you for throwing trash at Dak Prescott, especially since he's the best thing that you guys have. Like, I, I mean, I, and and that's a compliment to Dak because of, of the level of quarterback that he is. And I know that Sunday night was not any fun against the Tampa defense. They're not going to face the Tampa defense every week, but you are going to have that offensive line. And, and, and I also look at this, Mike. You mentioned the <laughs> – the, the play calling, one of the things that impressed me the most about the Dolphins in week one was, you know what, we, we acquired Tyreek Hill, we paid him a bunch of money, we're going to figure out ways to get him the football. Yes. It's it's very simple. Like, for some reason, like, it's, like some teams make it difficult. The Rams completely outplayed uh, by the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night. But guess what? Cooper Cup still had a great day for fantasy players. He was the top wide receiver last year in the Rams. And, you know, even though some of it was garbage time, still found ways to get him the football. Why Dallas can't do that? Like, why you target him 11 times and he has two catches? You can't come up with anything that is easy enough to just get the football in his hands. It, it makes it seem like, again, like there's another coaching deficiency that Dallas can't do. So I am completely out on any Dallas Cowboy. I almost think that, that Tony Pollard is your best option, Mike. Just be, I know how much you like Tony Pollard over the last couple of seasons, but 
if if there's going to be anything, you know, it's almost Pollard and Dalton Schultz and then everybody else. But like dump offs in the passing game and trying to move the football that way. That's I think Dallas's best chance. Yeah, it's too bad too because Ezekiel Elliott ran the ball well, right? I I we chuckle every training camp about the best shape of your life. He came into camp in shape, hungry, ready to go. It's kind of like watching Saquon Barkley have the the week he did for the Giants and one of the upset wins uh, of the week, uh, especially for Brian Dable and and the guts that he had and and clearly the connection he has with his players. Like That's a deeper sports talk radio thing uh, to to dive into as they go forward. But just the idea of you got a guy with fresh legs that's bringing you some juice, and, and Zeke had that. Yet he only sees the ball 10 times. And Tony Pollard, I mean, liability in pass pro. There's no question about that. But right now you don't have a decided number two. And legitimately, if, you're, if you can't get the ball into C.D. Lamb's hands, how do you not get the ball to Pollard more? Not just as a running back, but we'd heard about him lining up in the slot. We've heard about him being moved all over the place. How, how is he not just seeing 10 targets as well? Mm-hmm. Right? It just... Uh, and maybe that's the case going forward as they await Dak's return. But certainly for the short term for fantasy owners, yeah, it's it's a bad day. Well, they've got the Bengals coming up in week two, and we'll get more into week two again in our Friday episode. But, Mike, any storylines that, that you think were big for week one that fantasy owners need to know? We'll get to the waiver wire stuff in just a sec. Don't worry about that. But any storylines that stuck out from you in week one that maybe were like, ah, I didn't realize that, or maybe even a I told you so, because there was a lot going on in the first week. Oh, the it's, it's a world uh, of pain. Uh, well, right now, well, I mean, there were just so many disappointments right for as much as there is the jubilation of all right i got that pick right uh from a game perspective or this guy showed out right dotson in washington with wentz you know now you're raising an eyebrow like the philly dow detroit game right Mm -hmm. i thought philly would be able to run up some points they almost made it look uh pretty simple at times now the defense with some lapses and all of a sudden detroit it looks a lot closer than it played for much of that game but you've got weapons for days, uh, and and you didn't even get everybody fed uh, in this game, which is what's going to be interesting to watch going forward. But you know, there's there's ample footballs to go around, and so long as Jalen Hurts is upright, you've got opportunities. So I mean, look, Devonte Smith did nothing, which means he's going to get dropped by everybody, which means you go vulture on the waiver wire and just let him sit on the bench until the target count uh, and production comes to bear. Um, I would have expected more, uh, at least an appearance on the field from uh, Tony uh, for the Giants in their game. But clearly he's in everybody's doghouse. So that's the end of him uh, in terms of trying to hype that up. You and I uh, off air had talked a little bit about Mike Davis uh, and the expectations there that he would be a lead. Kenyon Drake, the last minute signing after he was dumped out of Las Vegas. Uh, that he shows up and plays a role. In theory, J.K. Dobbins is going to be back here, short order, so the the point is rendered moot in theory, Uh, but it just muddies things up and takes targets uh, and touches away uh, short term. So that that also stood out. But, you know, the the other is I went one and one in the – this offense will be just fine. Nobody for you know forgot how to coach or play. And Patrick Mahomes just making the Cardinals look silly. Predicted a blowout, yeah. and I got my blowout. 
uh, and he did what he promised fantasy owners, except it was drive to drive and not game to game. Uh, who's he going to feed this time? Next, you get one now. It's your turn. You get a score against the Cardinals. So we'll be watching that with bated breath. The other was, uh, as much as I still have faith in Bill Belichick, it looks like it could be a long season in terms of trying to score points for New England and to try to find somebody with some fantasy viability. Yeah, I mean, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson were even. I mean, really were carries-wise. I mean, Harris, I think, even had more targets. But he had a couple of receptions. I'll tell you the one thing that stood out to me, and it's actually the one game that stood out to me, just a little bit of a a warning sign because when you're doing your draft or you're doing your auction, you're like, all right, I want to load up in guys with great offenses. Never in my wildest dreams did I think would think that seven different Los Angeles Chargers would have uh, four targets, and that's what happened. Like like when Keenan Allen went out, I had Mike Williams in that guillotine league, and I'm like, all right, time to feast. He had two catches for ten yards. Yeah, all of a sudden um, you saw everybody else getting there. Yeah, Josh, there were numbers popping up, Mike, that I had never seen before on a Chargers jersey, and I'm like, all right, who's DeAndre Carter? All right, Gerald Everett's at the end zone, and there he is, number yeah. seven. Who the hell's number seven? I mean, it's it's crazy. And with Keenan Allen's hamstring, I think you're going to see a lot of the same. Like, you're not going to bench Mike Williams, and uh, and you're definitely not going to bench Austin Eckler. But just the point of like, I you know they signed Mike Williams to this con, you know the contract twenty million dollars, and you're thinking, all right, now his opportunity and seven different guys get it. It made you speak to the uh, to the greatness of Justin Herbert to be able to uh, spread the ball. And then on the flip side of that, they have Dante uh, Devontae Adams have seventeen targets. You know, Renfro was not a factor; only had three catches for twenty one yards. Darren Waller uh, six targets, but they. I mean, at one point, Devontae Adams had 10 targets, and the next highest was two. He's got something in his contract, I'm convinced. <laughs> like, I have I mean, to have three targets for anything else yeah, you like, do. Like, this whole, like, three-headed monster, I, I just, I don't, it could be a two-headed monster. Maybe that's going to be the case if the Raiders can block and he can get the ball to Darren Waller a little bit more. I know you're not probably, you would like Darren Waller to get in the end zone, four catches, 79 yards is 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 not awful by any means. Right. However, uh, when Devontae Adams has 17 targets, I did not think we were going to get a Green Bay situation in Las Vegas, and that's what transpired in week one. Yeah, curiosity certainly there. Uh, We'll see the Chargers and Chiefs. We'll get into that in a little bit here. but uh, So we'll we'll try to throw darts at who's going to score in that game because we just went down there receiving cores going, I don't know. Uh, yeah. roll, you know, flip a coin. Uh, Second-year guys and third-year guys and people you've never heard of uh, catching the ball, no question about it. And then going back to Green Bay, just to put a bow on it, I mean, Rodgers had that early throw to Watson. They had that drive that ended in a Minnesota stop in the red zone. And otherwise, pretty pedestrian and a salty Aaron Rodgers. We've seen that in the past wonder how long there's a hangover in that regard. They've got a big date coming up against Chicago. It did happen last year. They had that stinker against the Saints, but I do think it's a different situation. I I mean, it's Devontae Adams isn't there, and the problems with the wide receivers. I mean, Fox even put up a graphic 
of the yards Devontae Adams had in the Chargers game uh, compared to what the Packers receivers had. And at that point, it was 59 to 6. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, so this is, this story is, is not going away. Well, because the other thing with the Packers coaching, what did Aaron Jones have? Eight touches? Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. like, that's the, the two stories I think coming out of that game that are getting less traffic than they should are the Jair Alexander. How am I not covering Justin Jefferson? and really kind of airing his grievances there. And yeah. the fact that Aaron Jones was a bystander for much yep. of the game, which is just silly. Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Elijah Mitchell goes down, uh, could miss two months with a knee injury. Uh, maybe one of the things is we now to start to focus on waiver wire. Other injuries in the NFL could provide openings. Mike, if you're putting in claims this week, who are the guys that you are looking at that may still be available in some leagues? Uh, I'm going to look at the backup in Chicago, 
looking at Khalil Herbert, who's available in a lot of leagues, uh, nine carries, 45 yards, a score. He was more effective, more explosive than David Montgomery on the, I don't even know what to call that playing surface was in Chicago. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, my brothers were there. They, they fortunately sit under an overhang, so they were kind of dry except when they were walking to and from the facility. Uh, but trying to get any real read of how much – Playing time Montgomery loses based on his ineffectiveness there. 17 carries, 26 yards versus Herbert's effort. Uh, it remains to be seen. But I, I got to believe that Herbert does take up a bigger role going forward. Eno Benjamin, more as a receiver than a rusher, but three catches, 33 yards, four carries, 28 yards in that blowout loss to Kansas City. But right now with all of those pass catchers for Arizona banged up, he'll see some more play. You got James Robinson, who was available in about half the leagues. He had the 66 yards and a score as well as the receiving touchdown. So a guy who you probably want to go back and, and look at your league and see if he's out there. Uh, Rex Burkhead. I know it's it's not sexy. Sometimes you got to look. It it all depends on the sure. depth of your league, right? No, you're right though. But if a guy's going to touch the ball 19 times, I've got to give it another look. Uh, and so going forward, they play Denver uh, in week two, so you, you you've got something going on there. Uh, as for other, th- those would be the running backs. I think that are probably most available at trying to find people that are uh, less than two thirds. Uh, owned in less than two-thirds of leagues as we go through. Again, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. I'm going to just take a look at two players at one specific position, and that's tight end. Uh, there were some there were some dogs at tight end. Maybe you've got George Kittle and, and, and are trying to find a, a backup for him, but O.J. Howard seemed to be uh, – a favorite target of Davis Mills and finding the the end zone a couple of times in that game against the Colts. I know they were only his two targets. I know that they were only his two receptions. But, Mike, when you take him to the house, maybe it builds a little something from a quarterback that I know you liked. And the other one, uh, surprisingly enough, available in, in, in a couple of my leagues still, was Taysom Hill at the tight end position. And if and, and we know that we have moved off of him as the quarterback, but still, now we're still seeing some short yardage plays. And if you don't have one of those top tight ends or if you're in a deeper league, that may be an opportunity because I still think they're going to use him. They're going to use him in short yardage plays. And if he's got that tight end designation, uh, you might as well use it. I mean, if he plays quarterback, he shouldn't be a tight end. I still stand with that. But I think in some leagues, you can still get Taysom Hill, so you may want to jump on that. There you go. In Yahoo leagues, he does have dual position eligibility. Uh, mm. And so you may have that opportunity. Because remember, there's going to be some gadgetry mixed in it again. It won't be De- – with Dennis Allen there, it won't be the same as Sean Payton. But i got to imagine there's still a couple in the playbook uh, going forward. To circle back with uh, Dak Prescott out, we start going to – the the wire if for nothing else to add depth because you lose him for the month plus Tua was still available in over half of leagues was he world beating no but no but he looked well within the system yep yep nice and clean 270 and one there's going to be some big days remember he's also playing a belichick defense so you weren't expecting necessarily fireworks week one i already mentioned carson wentz uh, he's a guy that's owned in about 20% of leagues. I think even lower than that. And Davis Mills, about 5% of leagues, 240 and two. Uh, it wasn't sexy, and they certainly didn't do a damn thing in the second half to for those backers that picked them to win outright. 
But if you had him plus seven, you did just fine, Dan. A uh, couple of wide receivers to throw up. Uh, go back to New Orleans. You got Landry had nine targets, 114 yards. It's, he's going to scrape under, over the middle and and take care of the, the dirty work. Uh, a guy who's been benched, he's more a long-term play. Not that we want any Cowboys now, but size of bench could happen. Uh, Gallup's owned in only about 35% of leagues. When he comes back, when Dak comes back, it's a month and a half from now. Just can you wait uh, as you go? Uh, And Devin DuVernay, because now I'm intrigued that Lamar Jackson is going to fling the ball around the yard a little bit. Hey, why not? You know, four for four, 54 yards and two scores. Uh, We'll take a a look-see and see if we can't uh, find some magic there. Now that Hollywood Brown's gone again, should we call him uh, North Hollywood? You know, because just maybe not as not as flashy. No, sure. Not as you know glitzy. That's a label that I've tried to make work, but uh, uh, it it hasn't come to fruition. One other name, just want to throw out there, just your your gut on it. Dontrell Hilliard got into the uh, end zone uh, for the Tennessee Titans a couple times. Yeah. It, the only reason I, I I'm just curious about Hilliard for the simple fact of not anything with Derrick Henry. It's not not anything to do with that. It's more of all right. Again, this guy was able to get into the end zone. You're trying to figure out all right. Week one, maybe we've got something here. Maybe we found a role. And now with AJ Brown not there, you know, Chalon Burks had five uh, you know targets in his debut. Like. There's places where that football can go if you're Ryan Tannehill. Maybe the Titans may use someone like Dontrell Hilliard a little bit more. Certainly a potential there. I had some shares in Hassan Haskins as a in break glass in case of emergency with Derrick Henry uh, at the end of benches, but certainly short-term Hilliard's looking to have a, a little place in a, in the receiving game. Let me ask you about one player that featured on Sunday night, and you know, obviously I'm not picking anybody from the Cowboys. Uh, Julio Jones, what do you think? I was wrong. I was. I think that there's value there. I don't like the. You know, Julio Jones ran 42 miles per hour fast. What you know? I'm no, joking. Sure. What's in 42? Whatever it was. But he's available, but nearly yes. half of leagues. Yes. Yes. I was wrong, especially with Godwin's hamstring injury now. Um, yeah, I, I I was wrong about Julio. I thought he was done, and I think that there's actually good value there. And looking at Tom Brady's arm, it's better than 80 percent plus. You know, when we just talk about arm strength, I, don't, I never yeah. want to hear that associated with him again based on what we were watching on Sunday night. Well, I'll tell you, week one's waiver wire is always entertaining. No because question. Because there, there is so much action, and you're only going to get, you know, hits on, on I say, I say 20% of the guys are really worth it. Like, there, there are a lot of week one superheroes that you don't see again, but week one is always fun. And you're going to want to put in your claims, especially if you got off to a, a, a bad week or a, a bad start. You're going to want to make the most of it because there could be some hidden gems down the line. All right, let's wrap this one up, Mike. Let's take a look ahead to that Thursday night game. Talked a little bit about the Chargers. Talked a little about the Chiefs. These teams play in Kansas City uh, in week two. Uh, do you still go with Mike Williams, especially with Keenan Allen's status uh, likely up in the air? Uh, what are we doing Chiefs-wise, considering everybody's getting the football there? Thursday night should be a dandy. Yeah, I think uh, one of the guys that we, we didn't mention that we have to here is Pacheco. Yes. He's a guy yes. that we had talked about a lot in the preseason, wondering what kind of role he would carve out. Uh, and he found his way into the end zone. So we get to give him a, a little bit of love here. 12 carries, 62 yards, and the score available at about two-thirds of leagues. But if you are able to put a claim in him, 
uh, on him. I'm, I'm looking at him as a, a number two. I'll take a shot there, uh, even with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in, in, in tow. <laughs> of course. He's there I for he's there. Of course, of course I, I know, did. Dan. Of I course know. I did. Psychologically, uh, I think you had to. <laughs> I did. And now, and now I you play shake him, your I fist. Win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got that. Um, and Juju, obviously – and I think that's as far. I don't. I don't know how deep I want to go in that wide receiving core right away. Yeah, I think I still I want to see some of the targets break out. I agree. I don't think you you, you play Marquez Valdez Scantling. I I still think you play Mike Williams. Um, he'd be yeah. Williams as probably a more mid to yeah. late two. Do Do you play Joshua Palmer? Like with that, or do you just be like, all right, well, he could be DeAndre Carter. Or he could be you well, know, depending else. on what I'm running out as a number three. I think Palmer's a guy I'd look to as as a bit of a ninja play this week, and certainly in daily fantasy, yeah. I think I think there's an opportunity there. Uh, Herbert, so good, and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we've used all the adjectives and descriptors that we possibly can on the guy, even though it's a step up in class from the Arizona defense, Sans, J.J. Watt, and with a secondary that was in shambles. Uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid, they pulled the strings all day long. They won't do the same here uh, against the Chargers with that pass rush, but I think both are still in for big days. And I still, yeah. in preliminary rankings, they're still both top seven. Uh, Nicole Hardman had uh, six targets, three catches, had had the touchdown. I'll tell you the one promising thing about MVS where you may want to wait a week, Four targets, four receptions. Yeah. So maybe there's a little bit of chemistry there that, that can build. Uh, I still would not want to put him in on a Thursday night and then be skunked. I still I still want to play this out and uh, and see how it goes with him. But, yeah, I'm pretty much pretty much on pace with you and my uh, Travis Kelsey taking a step back uh, in 2022. Not off to a great start after the buck 25 and the score that he had against the Cardinals. Now, All remember, right. the Cardinals didn't do a whole lot of guarding anybody. <laughs> I well, mean, we 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 joked are hibernating about, already. Well, they are they are going south to to the equator and to Panama or wherever they go. Well, what we we joke about the the other day, college games. All right, seven drives, seven touchdowns, all of these kind of things. I mean, that's exactly what this looked like. I mean, it was all right. Next, like no, we oh, we already got that highlight. It's like no, they did it again. Oh man, Craziness. it was it, yeah. That, that you could see that one coming from a mile away. Yes. Did uh, uh, you think Kyler got his studying in? Because I saw a lot of pictures of him playing Xbox. <laughs> People are so cruel, Dan. Hey, I can't wait for in-season hard knocks. I cannot <laughs> wait for that. And by the way, I know Cardinals don't don't migrate. My my sister takes pictures of them all the time. So they're, I think I think we're all, all right. The time. Don't uh, don't worry about my bird knowledge. Well, their hibernation usually happens just on the field in the second <laughs> half. But I, I, you know, I got to close by commenting on your Seahawks and their social media team mm-hmm. really in fine form after the game tonight. Now, one of them they deleted, I guess, was because I, I saw it and tried to send it to you, which was the superimposed heads of Gino yeah. and and guys uh, uh, as the three that. amigos. Yes, I did, and they may have re- they may have uh, reposted it because I did I did see that. So. And then Brendan Fraser, y'all remember him from the Mummy and making a comeback in a movie called The Whale from Darren Aronofsky, uh, had a huge standing ovation at a recent film fest after a showing of the the film, and they superimposed. Geno Smith's face on Brendan Fraser's body as everybody's giving him a standing ovation. Yes. So there you go. Creativity and a little bit of waving over at Russell on the way out. 
I didn't see any Broncos country. Let's kick 64-yard field goals. <laughs> I didn't see any of those, but maybe we should. So, well, maybe he can go through the hand, uh, the high-five line again, you know, like he does high-fiving the air. Yeah. Because that's really <laughs> did, all he, all they deserve. Did at it the again end. tonight. Yeah. Did it again tonight. It's crazy. Uh, all right. So for Mike Harmon, I'm Dan Byer. This has been the I Want Your Flex podcast. A big thanks to our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger. I, you know, by the way, actually, before we go, Bursch, did you stream any defenses oh, uh, yeah. in week one of the NFL season? This was a this was a theme that we did last year, and maybe we should have talked about this in our pre-production phone call. But did you uh, did you stream any defenses in week one? Well, uh, when it's week one, you set up streaming uh, by your draft. So yes. I I um, in the now I sound like an idiot. <laughs> no, but well, this no, was... no, I didn't. <laughs> I know that that sounded Thanks. sarcastic, but what I mean by that is I um I specifically like I didn't I didn't draft a defense until the second to last round, and sure. it was just it was strictly based on matchups of teams that were available at the time. So like, yeah, I I I did that on purpose in the sense that I just let whatever fall to me. I would have a couple options set based on entirely their week one or week two matchups. Like I drafted the Niners defense in a couple leagues because. The start of their season is the Bears and the yes. Seahawks. Well, it doesn't look like that's working out so well, is it? Bears. Uh, um, hey, so, did you catch uh, that, though, Dan? Both our teams actually won week one. I think we yeah, should just quit now. How about that? Look go. at that. And you've got the Texans coming up in a couple of weeks. Seahawks have the Falcons. There could be some uh, – there could be a couple of you know two wins on these How about ledgers. That? Let's go. Yes, yes. I by the way, I was thinking Ryan and saying that that you would take a defense just for draft them for who they played this week and then move on from them <laughs> next week. I drafted two defenses in our league. As crazy as it sounds, I took the Niners and I took the Buccaneers. And of course, of course, sorry, Mike, but I played the Niners. And again, if I would have played the Buccaneers, probably would have won. So. Uh, Life and fantasy, but guess what? You don't care about my fantasy team. You just care <laughs> about our fantasy information. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. Get Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Week one was a dandy. Can't wait to see what week two holds. We'll be back with a brand new episode coming up on Friday to get your lineup set for that week two action. So for everybody on board, we'll talk to you then on Friday on the I Want Your Flex podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
plus at these prices? You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.